Blog Talk Radio. host, Davida Shinsky, and I'm bringing to you on Live Without Limits. This week's segment is called Seven Easy-to-Miss Signs That You're Doing Better Than You Think on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results said Willie Nelson. And first thing I want to talk about is there's a story that I've read that comes from a book called Strips People Live by Claude Steiner, and it's called The Fuzzy Tale. And what is the purpose of this story? To show you how when you're given positive reinforcement, when you're encouraged When you're believed in, you thrive. But when you are treated negatively or when you're put down or or criticized, it impacts you in ways that we don't always think about. And that story is called The Fuzzy Tale. In this story, there's a family, a mother, a father, a son, and a daughter. And what they do is they give out warm fuzzies like there's no tomorrow. And they've been doing this for many years. All of a sudden, a witch comes along who's jealous. And she goes to them and says, if you keep giving out warm fuzzies, you will run out. So they decide to quit giving them out altogether. Then eventually the witch comes back to them and says, give out something. So what do they do? They start giving out false fuzzies and cold pricklies. And those are the things that are constantly being told to you how you can't do this, you can't do that. You and so that and what happens is we, we tend to internalize those things. But eventually a hip woman comes along and she sees this happening. And what does she do? She goes to the family and she says, it's okay to give out warm fuzzies. They will never run out. And what happens is the town starts to grow and thrive. So the the meaning of this and what is talked about in the laws of attraction is the vibes that you put out from your body or the things that you say. When you think positively, positive things happen. Modern life is full of pressures and expectations, so much so that you may often feel inadequate or unsatisfied with your lot in life. If only you could have this or do this or look like that or be like the person. Your life would be complete, right? 
this? Is your life really that far off from where it should be? The following seven signs are proof that you're doing better than you think. And we believe that you'll be surprised on how many of these you can nod your head to. And let me start out by giving you a little bit of history about my background. I grew up in a family that was very negative. My mother was just a repeat of her mother. And my grandmother came from Russia. She came from the pogroms. She, she also came from an era where women were also tr treated as second-class citizens. But also what happened was her father would sit down and eat first and have his bowl, and whatever was left over went to the kids. She had 10 children, one of which that died as, at a year old. So there were 11 people in the household. She always bought enough for four or five people so that the ones that got to the table first and the others got the scraps. Growing up, they would go into an apartment where the bathroom was in the hall, and yet they really needed a bathroom in their apartment. They would have to put coal or wood into the fire to keep the apartment warm. They slept four to a bed. So I understand why my mother had the attitude that she had. Also, it was, and, and what she was doing was bringing that into the home, into her marriage. My father came from a home where his father would sell fruit on the street corners. So they, they were doing okay financially in, in those times, but... Their father was very abusive physically, and my father brought that into his home so that, and because I was the middle child and I have cerebral palsy and I always had to wear a brace on my foot as a child, and I, my gait was always off, whatever arguments that ensued, it was always my fault. So I got the brunt of everything. So what did I end up doing? I ended up, to protect myself, close off my emotions as a child. But as I got older, as I began to study psychology and mental health, I changed. And I literally, to change, had to stay away from my family. But because of all the emotional abuse, of all the physical abuse, I ended up living alone and have never been married. And I've often thought I would love to have had someone to share my life with. But I also realized that at that point in my life, I would have been with someone who would have been physically abusive because that was my comfort zone. That's what I was used to because of my father. And that is more than anything why I had never married or had a family today. And 
I also realized that even though I wouldn't want to, even though I would be more loving to my children, I would still handle frustrating situations in the same way that I grew up seeing it being handled. And no matter how much counseling you have, it's always going to be with you. And you constantly have to be aware of what you're capable of doing. And you have to be willing to change before you can do so. So, sign one, you don't let your ego stand in your way of your happiness. You understand that we're all part of a whole instead of isolated individuals and that we all need each other to survive and thrive. You're not afraid to ask for help, and you've given up your need to be always right and in control. When you live with someone, or you're in a relationship, always remember this. Personalities are always going to have conflict. The idea is how are you going to deal with those conflicts? How are you going to work through Many times what happens is in life you meet someone that you're both in the same place at the same time and that relationship works at that point in time. And hopefully it will remain working and as you grow and change, you change together. But what happens if you go at different paces? then there's definitely a breakdown in a family. And that affects the relationship. That affects the children in the home. We've seen it in many public figures that what can happen when a parent ignores them or when there's a divorce and one parent disappears from that child's life forever. Sign two. You find pleasure in the little things in life. You don't need the fanciest car or the latest iPhone to find happiness. You find pleasure in life's simple blessings, like a cup of coffee, the warm morning sun, or the opportunity to help others. So many times we're taught that happiness is outside of us. But that is very wrong. Happiness is what, what's in us. It's an emotion that you feel in reaction to what is going on around you. So how can you truly understand how you can find pleasure in life? It's the little things that you do when you share your life with someone and they, they go out of their way to do something for you that you don't ask them to do, or just being there to lean on one another. We all need someone. No one can live the life of a hermit and truly thrive. That's where the story of the fuzzy tail comes in, because cold pricklies and false fuzzies that's all the negativity that's around you. And when you let that seep into your thoughts, that's when you realize you've got to get away from those people 
who are negative because those, when you stay around negative people, you're going to begin to think negatively just like they do. But if you get away from them and you get around positive people, then and only then can you begin to have a better outlook on life. And as you have that better outlook on life, then what are you doing? You're beginning to think more positively. You're beginning to react to what's going on around you. But the happiness and the satisfaction is coming from within you. Sign number three, you've learned from, di from disappointment. Always remember this. You'll, not everything you want, you'll get, but be happy with what you do have. A wise man once said, you must sacrifice the pains of yesterday if you wish to taste the delights of today. And that's exactly what you're doing. You've been knocked down in life maybe more than once, and yet you're still standing and strong than ever. Why? Challenges and disappointments have only made you wiser, and you're using the experience for your own good. Let me tell you a story about some of the experiences that I've had. Being someone with a disability and being educated before there were laws on the books that guaranteed people with disabilities the right to an education, most teachers didn't understand that children with disabilities learn differently. And I was the only person in the school system at the time with a disability. So what did that do to me? That put me in a position where I had to protect myself because there was no one around to protect me. And I was the little kid that wore the brace and walked differently and how my brain processed information was so very different than the other kids in the classroom. And I was never a really good test taker because the information that got into the short-term memory did not get into the long-term memory. And by not doing that, then what happens is whenever I go into a test, I'm experiencing stress. And then what does that stress do? That creates where whatever information I truly did know always came out jumbled. And sometimes what I saw and what I wrote down became two different things. So therefore, I never showed that I truly understood and, and struggled with math and even history. And yet today, when I talk about certain things and I talk about the past, it's like what I learned was there and is there, but taking the test meant that I could not reproduce it in a way that would show what it is that I needed to learn. Okay. So, you have people in your life that you love and trust. You're blessed with people that love and support you. No matter how hard things get, and there's no way you're going to take them for granted. 
how many times have you learned or thought that you and have taken people for granted in your life, that they would always be there, the best people in your life. And yet, you never know what tomorrow brings. You stress affects all of us. And you can, you can be the healthiest person or appear to be the healthiest person because you you exercise and you build up those muscles. But if, you're, if you never take care of your mental health or your attitude about life, what really happens to you that you really don't know how to deal with certain things? And especially, like, if you've got a child, whether that you've made dependent on you, and they don't really know how to live on their own, take care of themselves, and you just assume that they will be able to, then what, ha- what truly happens to them is they tend to start overeating. They tend to spend most of their time. They become a recluse. They just don't know how to interact with other people. They don't know how to find those people outside of the family that they can trust. So where are you and how are you going to begin to think about yourself and your attitude and how you can change your life around? So let's quickly go over this. We're talking about the seven easy-to-miss signs that you're doing better than you think. And we've just gone over a few of them. Now, you know what's right for you. You have a clear vision of what you want and what you don't want in your life. You may not always make the right choices, but you always do the best to honor yourself and your integrity. Because I grew up with a disability and I was always given a lot of negativity, I had to go outside of the family to find my support systems. And I also, because I didn't have anyone that I could sit down and talk to. Many years ago, when my mother was still living, I I sat down with her and I tried to explain to her what I wanted to do with my business. All she heard was, I wanted her money. I never said anything about money, never even asked her for a dime. But that's what she heard because that's what she would have been asking for. And all I was saying was and talking about was my vision of what I wanted to do with my life. And why did my mother only see that? Because not only was that, what she would have been asking for, but she just could not see my potential. And then she made some remark to me about wanting money. I said, well, why not? And she took it to me that I wanted her money, and yet it was a remark that she made. And I literally had to not talk to her for many years after that because I had to Stay away from her. Stay away from her negativity. 
because, and I know that when she was talking to family about me, she was always saying and, and, and putting me down and saying how I was helpless and worthless and, and just, but the sad part was she didn't know how to be any different than what she was. It was who she was. It was how she dealt with situations. I understood that, but it didn't mean that it didn't hurt me that I had no relationship with her. And uh, many times I can say that I did try to talk to her. I did try to overcome the obstacles with her. But no matter what I said, she only heard what she wanted to hear. And when she did pass, and I always remember telling her, why don't you just die? You'll solve everyone's program, problem if you just die. You know what? She gave me a present. She died two days before my birthday, and we buried her on my birthday seven years ago, This a, a week ago. What did the, and, and the only sheer tears that I shed were when we put her in the ground. Why? Because I felt sad that we never made peace with each other but that we never found a way to have a relationship. But the one thing I could say is that I always, and I felt like I at least tried, so there was no reason for me to feel angry or hurt, but just sad that she couldn't be willing to change who she was enough to have a relationship with me. Because the idea is you have to meet someone halfway you can't expect them to truly be what you want them to be, just like they can't expect you to be what they want you to be. So it's how are you, the two of you, going to have a relationship with each other and give each other what you truly need and be supportive of someone to help them make the right decisions. Because how a child progresses into adulthood depends on the support that they get within the home from their parents. How successful they are often be, depends on the encouragement they get from friends, from family, from peers, from anyone who has some type of influence on them. You're always looking to be a better version of yourself, even though you may not exactly know where you want to be in life, you're committed to constant self-improvement, evolution, and introspection. That's a big one. Why is that a big one? Because you, first of all, the world is constantly changing from one second to the next second, from one minute to the next minute, and so on. New things are learned daily. It's science and technology, and all of this has to be incorporated into everything you do. There are many motivational speakers out there or shows that you can listen to in podcasts by people who are constantly offering you 
introspection on how you can change and be a better person. Now, let me tell you this much. I happen to live in a senior community, and I know someone who's at least 10 years older than I am. And she still has insecure feelings about herself. And she'll constantly be listening to Eckhart Tolle, Harv Ecker. Uh, I can't think of some of the, but many of the other motivational speakers that have gone before, like Zig Ziglar. But what happens is she doesn't know how to internalize it and really interpret and put it in her own words. What does she do? She she'll repeat what she hears in the exact words that she heard that she heard them, so that you know that she took the knowledge in. But did she internalize it? Did she see how she can take herself and make herself truly a better person? The last time we spoke, she or she sent me an email, and many a times I I sometimes I would read them, but I would just discount them because they just sounded so nonsensical. But it was like, well, we're in two, in two different places because she's evolved and she's working on herself. And what is her whole conversation about? Meghan Markle and Harry and, and Kate Middleton and William. Why? She always follows celebrities because that's in her mind, living a better life is living the life that she imagines that they're having, not realizing that in their lives they may have a different set of issues and problems that they're dealing with because no life is perfect. The idea is how do you live the best quality of life with what you have and who you are now? You're in complete freedom to do whatever you want. You may take this for granted sometimes, but having the time and freedom to do whatever you want is extremely precious. Walking your own path takes courage, so keep your head up and give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing so much better than you think. Now that you know you're on the right track, let's take the next each of them did you notice that above the seven signs you have one thing in common each of them comes from your mind because your mind is the key to well, everything. And so the next step to getting where you want to be is to reprogram your mind to embrace the beliefs, habits, and emotions that serve you instead of sabotage you. According to neuroscience, achieving this is actually easier than you think. Once you understand a number of steps known only to the most accomplished people on earth, from billionaires and CEOs to leading scientists and professional athletes. The complimentary workshop reveals the critical steps to help you realize exactly where you are holding yourself back. And 
One final thing that our mind really controls us and who we are and what we believe. And when you have negative thoughts, what are you doing? You're putting the brakes on yourself. You're keeping yourself from reaching your goals. The idea is that we want you to succeed. And in order to succeed, you have to believe in yourself. You have to learn how to begin to think more positively about who you are and where you're coming from. The best way to do that is to begin and and listen to people and podcasts and audio tapes and videos of motivational speakers or even read books about it. But the, the concept is that they help you to learn to change your habits and to begin to learn how to believe in who you are and how you can succeed. And you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. And you can leave me your name and email address, and we can send you information on a daily basis that can help you to begin to turn your life around.